Caffeine Nights Books Espresso Shots Welcome to a brand new episode of Caffeine Nights Books Podcast, Espresso Shots. We have the first part of an exclusive interview with author, screenwriter, film producer, and film director, Dougie Brimson. In this episode, Dougie talks about his film production company, Red Bus Movies, and some of the exciting films in development. For more information on Dougie's novels, The Crew, Top Dog, Wings of a Sparrow, and In the Know, head over to our website, caffeinenightsbooks.com and search for Dougie. Hi, Dougie. Can you tell me a little bit about Red Bus Movies and why you started it? Yeah, Red Bus Movies came about because I'm developing a project, a TV project, with a guy who came to me with the idea. It's, uh, it's hard to describe what it is. It's, it's an, an ecological apocalyptic kind of thriller set in the future. And it's, um, we, we put everything together to, to get this pitched out. And then once we'd, we'd kind of done that, we, we t- began talking about doing something else together. And I'd, I'd, already, I'd kind of made it clear that I'd retired from the film business. I didn't really do, want to do any more. But over the, the last few years, I've written various scripts, more from out of my own interest and um, more for fun, really. I'd write them and pitch them out and, no, you know, I wouldn't get a bite or anything like that. So I'd, get, I'd just go on to something else. I'm not one of these people who's kind of push and hustle and scrap. And I've got, I had no real interest in producing them myself. It's not something that appealed to me at all. But he's, we talked about some of these ideas and there was a couple that really stuck out for him that I'm quite passionate about as well. And, uh, and in the end, he said, well, why don't we just form your own company, form <laughs> your own company, and we'll, um, why not have one last shot at them? So, so we formed, and he's got, of all things, he's got a, um, an old room master bus in his front garden. So we said, well, why not? And we'll call it Red Bus Movies. <laughs> and literally within, uh, there was one in particular that we really wanted to push, a movie which at that time was called The Gentle Sex which was a comedy about four old ladies, which I'd been developing with uh, Gary Lawrence, who I wrote We Still Kill the Old Ogre, for about five or six years. It originally started out as a, a movie about four old boys, but nothing had ever really happened. We'd had a sniff with it, but nothing had happened with it. And literally within two days of us uh, announcing Red Bus Movies and pushing that out, we had a bite on that project. Mm. And it just took off with a company called Evolutionary Films who I knew for, from old and, uh, and we'd wanted to work together for a long time. And it's, it went. And then fairly quickly, we managed to uh, attach Dame Joan Collins to it. Uh, we've got various other cast attached who I can't really say much about. In fact, we were supposed to be filming in March. We were supposed to start filming in March. But for various reasons, it's on hold. Um, some to do with cast availability, some to do with uh, location availability, some to do with finance. All the reasons I never, ever wanted to get into production <laughs> about. But it, it, it's happening. I mean, we got some money from the British film industry to, to film a teaser, which was really nice. So, we're, yeah, we're getting ready to film that. And then in the meantime, the, 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 uh, the film we'd originally, or the project we'd originally started talking about, that had taken off as well. We've got uh, the deal on this Wednesday no on the 21st of this month to finalize the deal for that so let's go in uh, and then another project reared its ugly head um, in fact it was uh, initially an idea to do a version of Wings of a Sparrow all right um, set in Australia of all places 
and that's morphed into uh, another project which i'm i've written the first draft of that and i'm about to start the second draft that's due to film in october i can't say much about that because of who's involved there's a very <laughs> famous individual involved but for reasons that will become obvious when we announce it and we finally get to announce it mm. and uh and we're also doing alongside that we're doing a, a film uh we're putting together a film in india um set in the slums of mumbai mm-hmm. which is uh is really exciting so there's lots going on it's just um it's uh very stressful is the wrong word because i don't really do stress but um it, it's different because i'm the boss mm. So I've got the, you know, the the yes and no. But if you bring the right people in, which is what we do, mm. you know, because I don't want to do the, you know, I don't want to be the one who finds the crew, finds the locations. I don't want to do all that. I, I, I'll bring people in to do that. Delegation. I mean, I was in the military for a long time, so it was always all about delegation. So I just delegated to other people and we, we tend to pay a higher percentage, which is, you know, to incentivize them to do that which seems to be working. We've got certain things we want to do. I, you know, I, on every set, I want um, at least 20% of the cast and crew to be ex-veterans. Well, not ex-veterans, ex-service. And on the, on the teaser we did, we had, I think it was something like 80% of people were ex-military, which was great. I want to get more accessibility for disabled actors and crew as well. Um, that's quite important to me. So uh, there are all these kind of things I want to do that we seem to be doing all right. Um, it's taken much longer than I thought it would. I mean, we started Red Bus Movies last March. I thought we'd have at least one film away by now, certainly in the can, and we haven't. But we've got two looking to film this year, uh, another two next year. If we get the TV project away, which is seeming likely, that's 31-hour episodes we've got planned. Um, I won't write them. I was going to say, are you going to be writing those? Because no. that sounds like a huge no, chunk I've, of work. I've, um, no, no, no. We, we, um, certainly the project in India, we're going to bring in another writer. I don't, I don't really want to write it. The, the Gentle Sex, which is now called The Battle of Stavey Manor, mm-hmm. because uh, one thing we never planned was um, search engines and the word sex. Ah. Uh, yeah and Sky and people like that, as soon as you've got sex in the title, it's a big turn off for them. Hmm. So uh, ironic, as a, there's irony for it. Irony, I should so, say. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so we had to change the title for that, which is great. It works really well. And, it, and essentially, um, it's working, but it's slow. I was going to say, how did you get people like uh, Joan Collins on board? Because she's, she's such a legend in the industry. I mean, it must be a fabulous coup for a, a, a fledgling film company. Yeah, it, I mean, it's huge. Um, we, what happened really was we asked her, you know, um, we, via her agent. I mean, people know people know people. Mm. Um, but we got in touch with her agent and they got the script to her because you can't really send, these days, you can't really send scripts direct to, to actors mm. uh, unless you know them personally. So we, we fired it off to her agent who, who liked it. And one of the things we, that interested me and one of the reasons we wrote this in the first place is because when we did um, Top Dog, we adapted Top Dog for the screen, I had a discussion with an actress called Susan Penhalligan, who was in Bokeh of Barbed Wire yep. many years ago. I asked her why she, she didn't seemingly do any films anymore. And she said, no one ever writes for us. 
you know, no one ever writes for older actresses anymore. Mm. Um, and the more you think about it, you, it's true, unless you're an, a Helen Mirren or, you know, Judy Dench, um, who've got everything pretty much sewn up. The Battle of Stovey Manor features four women over 70, mm. uh, which is why we've been able to attract a lot of the cast. So when we got it to, to Joan Collins, we offered her one of the four roles and she want, She came back to us and said, I, I really want to do it, but I want to do this part, this one of the four parts. So we said, well, yeah, great. And uh, she she was in the film we did and the, in the teaser we did. So, uh, and she was brilliant. She was brilliant to work with, very professional. You've obviously got to be careful uh, because, um, and a lot revolves around her and the other actresses because obviously there's a lot of standing around. So they're all over 70, so you've got to look after them. You can't film in the winter because some of it's outside and I don't want to be the one to kind of kill Joan Collins off. <laughs> um, so we, we're working around them, making sure they're happy. It's an action movie. You know, you don't get many action movies starring old actresses. No, which is which has caused a bit of um, uh, resistance because there's this belief that thrill, you know, action movies starring older women don't work. There well, was work. Um, a couple of examples I can kind of think of. I mean, and one was Red, obviously, with uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, slightly older actors um but the other one i guess was cockneys v zombies as well which is <laughs> sort of polar opposite of red in a way but yeah it did feature a, a, quite a stellar older cast yeah it's a weird it's a very strange decision but it, it's this old thing about people who don't want to take risks you know the if i be i mean i go to the cinema a lot and if you see films like the duke um and uh there is a market for for movies starring older actors mm. and actresses. The market's there. You know, I, I'd go in the afternoon or in the evening and 90% of the audience would be over 50. But no one ever really makes movies for them anymore. You know, it, this goes back to this thing. We've talked about this before, about people making movies they think people will want to see rather than giving them what they actually do want to see. And um, we're, uh, we're, we're, pushing we'll get it away and I, you know hopefully it'll be a success we're, we're being we, we've uh, we've got a sequel mapped out already which... <laughs> i think the gray pound is highly underestimated by the yeah. industry Absolutely. they're very focused on thinking that young kids really are the drivers and and to some degree yes young kids want all the marvel films etc etc but you you just got to look at the the success of films like the lady in the van and things like that which geared solely and the the second the marigold hotel movies which are very much geared towards an older audience and they cleaned up they absolutely yeah and it's 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 weird that um this kind of i mean we see like marvel movie after marvel movie and you can understand why they make it because they make huge amounts of money and you know the the kind of Car movies, or what do they call them? The, um, the oh, Fast and Furious, movies. those things. Fast and Furious movies, and all that sort of mm. tosh. That I'd, I'd never seen them in a million years because they don't interest me at all. But um, it, it brings it's, the fundamental truth is about whether you're an author or a screenwriter or a filmmaker, you have to entertain people. Mm. And you have to, you know, the way to entertain people is give them what they want. Know your you audience. Know, you, you, 
yeah, you've got to know your audience. You know, films like Fisherman's Friends was, was targeted at a specific kind of genre. And it hit spectacularly well. You know, they'll always come out of out of nowhere. And um, that's what we're aiming for. That's what we want to do. You know, that's the kind of move we want to make. All, all of our stuff is targeted at, you know, um, at a specific genre and a specific um, uh, dynamic, if you like. Because I don't want to do movies about drugs. I don't want to do movies about gangs and where people are running around shooting oozies and killing loads of people. It, absolutely does not interest me mm. and um so I, I just want to make movies that entertain people which is what we want to do we're, we're trying to do join us next week for the second part of this great interview with dougie brimson until then thanks for listening enjoy your books and stay lucky